Welcome to the Wealthy Coach Podcast, where I teach you how to become wealthy AF in your business, your mindset, your coaching, and your life. I'm your host, Kendra Perry. I am a former functional health coach turned online business mentor for health coaches, practitioners, and professionals. I'm here to help you grow the online business of your dreams by teaching you the strategy, the tech, and by helping you cultivate the mindset you need to be a badass health entrepreneur. I'm blunt, I'm to the point, and I'll probably drop an F-bomb or two, so fasten your seatbelts and get ready to become wealthy AF. Why, hello, my friend, and welcome back to the Wealthy Coach Podcast. Today is a quick episode, a little bit of a bonus episode, but I did want to bring up something today that has been on my mind and something that I wasn't actually sure if I was going to share. Um, I sort of had to marinate it on it for a little bit, but in the end, I do think it's important to speak up about this, and so that is the purpose of this episode. So... Clearly, there's a lot going on in the world, especially in the United States. As you guys know, I'm Canadian, but in Canada, we are very much inundated with media from the U.S., so we're always pretty aware. It doesn't take that much to be aware of with what's going on with our southern friends. And since, you know, all the events of the past few weeks have happened, I've been seeing um, some really concerning things online, and in particular, I saw this one post, um, I found it, it, it really upset me. Uh, it actually highly triggered me and I didn't quite know what to do with it. And I've sort of considered, you know, should I read this post on the podcast or should I not? And I decided that I'm not going to, cause I don't want to single this person out. And mostly because, uh, this person isn't the only one of whom I've seen this, uh, type of behavior for, but I'll give you kind of the breakdown of generally what it was. And I'm sure you've seen things like this out there, but basically there are some people online on social media who are going after business owners and influencers who are promoting things that they deem to be untrue. And they are saying, you know, there's a big group of us and we're going to make a list and we are going to go after you, the business owner and the brands who support you and try to get them to drop them. Um, And so they're basically, you know, making this list and going after people who are speaking out about things that they have deemed to be untrue. I actually lost sleep over this because what I was picturing in my brain and what I was having nightmares about after this was literally, this is the digital equivalent of an angry mob with torches and pitchforks running people out of town, right? This is basically what it is, but just in an online application. And it's honestly, I felt very shocked by it. I felt very concerned by it. And I mean, Really, I just felt incredibly sad. I felt deeply sad because that just speaks to the type of hate certain people are feeling towards other people online. This is the hate that people are feeling towards other people of whom they have never met. And I'm seeing so much of this behavior and it's significant. And it's crazy to me because... We do not live in the age of information. In my opinion, we live in the age of disinformation. There is so much fucking information out there. 
it is incredibly difficult to figure out what is up and what is down. I'm someone who does a lot of my own personal research and I have a lot of trouble figuring out what's true and what's not. And sometimes I spend a lot of time actually going down rabbit holes to try to figure out if something is true or not and I still don't know. So I really believe that anyone who claims to know what is really true in the world right now is is full of shit, right? Because in the end, there isn't just one singular truth. There are multiple truths by multiple people who are all viewing the world through different viewpoints, through different experiences, through different culture, right? And going after people who don't think like you do is very self-righteous and it speaks to a lot of ego, okay? And I'm not trying to shame. We all have ego. Sometimes when I speak with people who don't agree with what I'm saying or have different perspectives, like it kind of hurts my ego too. But the difference is, is I do believe people need to be careful with how reactive they are being, right? Because when you're acting in that matter, you're reacting and you're not seeing these people as human, right? You're just seeing them as whatever label that you're giving you. And I I always wonder this digital mob that's running around the internet trying to maybe deplatform people, put them out of business, take away their brand sponsorships. Is this something that they are going to look back on their lives and be proud of? Are they going to be proud that they spent their precious and very limited time on this planet trying to take down other people's businesses, trying to take away the means of which they support their family? I mean, I'd like to think that they wouldn't, right? It's not something that I would be proud of. And I think in today's day and age, especially with the online world where we don't see people in community, in person, especially in the COVID times where people are really disconnected from humans in general, it's really easy to dehumanize people and give them labels. Leftist, racist, Trump supporter, anti-vaxxer, conspiracy theorist, COVID denier, climate change denier, just to name a few. But when we label people, we take away their humanity and we dehumanize them. And the only reason some of the most awful things that have happened in our history happen is because of dehumanization. When we see people as humans, we see that they are humans, when we hear their stories, when they, we see their experience, when we see them, when we touch them, when we are in their energy, we empathize with them. We can imagine walking a mile in their shoes. We see ourselves in their stories. We see what we have in common. And when they are human to us, we respect them as fellow human beings. But it is dehumanization that has allowed horrible tragedies, horrible genocides to occur on this planet. The Nazi revolution in the 40s, right? The Jewish people were less than human. The residential schools in human or in Canada, we saw them as savages, right? We saw indigenous people as savages who didn't deserve to keep their culture. And so we threw their children in these residential schools to basically reschool them and strip them of their culture and of their ancestry. The slave trade, right? Slaves were seen as not human or less than human. 
There are so many examples of this on the planet, in our own countries, and all over the world. These people were thought to not be human or to be less than human. And that is why these terrible things have happened, because they became unhuman, less than human. Okay? So I am not a fan of any of these labels and I don't personally enjoy being labeled and I do my best not to label other people because people are more than labels. They are humans. They are mothers. They are fathers. They are children. They are sisters. They are brothers. They are aunts. They are uncles. They are friends. We are not that different, me and you. Sure, we maybe have different spirituality, different belief systems, maybe different political views. We might live in different places geographically. We might have different interests, but we're not that different. We are all human. And I truly believe that most of us can find a way in which to connect. And I understand that people are angry. They're angry at things they're seeing in the media. They're angry at things they're seeing on TV. They're angry at so many things going on in the world because 2020 was truly the reveal. It revealed so much to us of things that aren't working. The systems of which that run our world aren't working. There are no safety nets for so many people on this planet. So when something like COVID happens, there's nowhere for people to go. And now we have poverty and unemployment and depression and suicide and drug overdose and all these horrible things. And so people are upset and I get it. But shame is not the answer. Shaming someone because of the way they think or believe or the way they perceive the world does not work. Ask Brene Brown. Brene Brown has been studying shame and vulnerability for decades. And Brene Brown says shame doesn't work. And I believe her. We cannot shame people into changing their viewpoints. We cannot shame people into abandoning their beliefs We cannot shame people into change on this planet. We cannot shame the planet into change. Okay? Shame is the lowest vibration. And when you shame people, you exclude them, you single them out, you treat them as less than human, and there's a good chance that they are just going to double or triple down on their belief system, right? Them against, against us, us against them, right? So I believe, and you may not agree with me, but I truly believe that the only way for us to change this planet is to to see each other as human and not to dehumanize and label and digitally digitally (laughs) go after people with the virtual torch and run them out of town and put them out of business, right? The only way for us to change is through empathy and compassion and love. These are the only vibrations that I truly believe lead to change. We need to stop being at war with each other. We need to stop hating each other. We need to stop being self-righteous and thinking we're better than each other or that we know more than each other. We need to try and understand each other. We need to listen to each other. We need to communicate with each other even if the other person does not have the same viewpoint as us. Why is it so scary that someone doesn't think, believe, and feel 
exactly like we do. Why is that scary? Because it gets our ego and it's an opportunity for us to change. And when we feel that reactive feeling in our chest, when someone says something that we don't agree with or is outside our belief system and all we want to do is react, let that be your teacher and ask why. Why can't we have empathetic and compassionate discourse with each other? Because we are not going to shame this planet into change. We're not. And I don't want to live in a world, frankly, where people are afraid to say what's on their mind, express themselves and speak their truth in fear of hate, of death threats, of being put out of business. What kind of world would that be if we all thought the same thing? I don't want to live in a world where people are shamed, harassed, and trolled because they see the world differently. Like I mentioned in the beginning, there is no one truth. There is no universal truth. There are many and multiple perspectives, viewpoints, and truths observed from the collective based on everyone's unique experience. We are all different. We come from different places. We see the world differently. We live in this disinformation world where truth is elusive and so many people are lying and there's so much information like we don't even know what's up or down anymore. It just hurts me to think that people are out there having their livelihoods affected by people who have deemed themselves to be the holders of truth when there is none to begin with. Because just let me give you an example. Let's say, and I think I've used this example in another podcast, so you might recognize this. Let's say we go to a party and there's a drunk girl, okay? And drunk girl is wasted and she's fallen all over the place and there are four people standing around drunk girl watching her behavior. Are they all going to perceive the same thing about drunk girl's behavior? No. Some people are going to be like, ah, drunk girl. That used to be me. I used to be drunk girl. Poor drunk girl. Another person might be like, drunk girl should be fucking ashamed of herself. She should be ashamed of herself. That is disgusting behavior. I am not going to talk to her, right? And then the other person, it might not even phase them. They might not even notice it so much that they you know, decide to just ignore the whole situation. And the fourth person might be concerned about drunk girl and try to help her, right? You are not going to hear four of the same stories about drunk girl after the party the next morning. You're going to hear four different stories from four different perspectives, right? It is just so important. And quickly before I hop off today, because I know I'm I'm kind of on my soapbox here. um, But, you know, I wanted to speak about cancel culture, which, you know, you probably know what this is, but it's basically like finding people who, you know, maybe they did something in their past or they did something in present time and then people cancel them. We try to take them down and take them out and cancel them. And I've actually heard people use the term now, anti-cult, anti-cult, sorry, I can't even say it, anti-cancel culture. So people who don't want to cancel people because of something they did. Cancel culture is a fucking cop-out in my opinion. It totally removes 
you from actually having a conversa- conversation with someone and engaging in discourse with someone who has a different viewpoint than them. So instead of doing the hard thing, which is to squash our egos and empathetically and compassionately listen to someone who may not think or believe the same thing as you, you just cancel them and walk away. And in my opinion, that is a cop out. And you are ignoring the teacher and the learning experience that is in front of you. Okay. I have done some shitty things in my life. I was a very different person in my twenties. I drank a lot. I did a lot of drugs. I was a crazy partier. I hooked up with so many people. I was a mess and I hated myself and I was not doing it in an empowered way. I did some shitty things. I lied. I stole. I did all kinds of things. And I've spoken about some of those things. And wouldn't it be sad if I was judged for those things that I have done in the past and canceled and I didn't have the opportunity to be a better person? I believe people can change and nobody is perfect and everyone makes mistakes. Obviously, some people who have more public lives because they're influencers or business owners or entrepreneurs or celebrities or whatever are making their mistakes in the public eye. I want to tell you another story. And I meant to have this guy's name available to you. And I'll put it in the show notes because I can't remember it. But there's this man and I believe he was, he fought overseas in the army and he came back and he was mad and he fell into white supremacy and he became a part of the Ku Klux Klan. And he was mad and he hated all people of color. Okay. But someone saw something in, in him and someone helped him see the air in his ways and he changed. And now what he does is he helps Ku Klux Klan members change and leave behind their racist beliefs and become people who love and care for people regardless of their skin type or skin color. Wow, right? But we could have just canceled him and he never would have had the opportunity to change. The way that he is transforming these people is through empathy, is through common experience, is through love and compassion. He's not shaming them because that doesn't work. Imagine if we had canceled this man. There would have been potentially dozens or even hundreds of these KKK members who never changed. We have to think about this when we think about canceling people. So yes, I am an anti-cancel culture person. (laughs) I'm going to put a label on myself, right? I don't believe in cancel culture and I don't claim to know what's true and what's not. That doesn't mean I agree with everything I see out there. And I can tell you, I have opinions and I don't agree with a lot of things, but I also have no problem loving and caring for people who have different opinions. Okay. (laughs) That is what I have for you for this episode. Um, I hope you resonate with this episode. If you do resonate with this episode and you want to chat with me about this further, you can reach out to me on Instagram. My handle is at Kendra Perry Inc. That's at Kendra Perry Inc. I am happy to chat with you, whether you agree with me or not. I will chat with you 
I will have compassionate discourse and communication and conversation with you, even if you don't agree with you. I would love to hear your point of view. All right. Thanks for letting me get that off my chest. You are like my therapy today. I appreciate you. And we will be back for regular programming on Monday with the next episode of the Wealthy Coach Podcast, where I help you go from broke AF to wealthy AF. Thank you so, so much for tuning in. And I'm wondering, do you want to help me with my mission to end health coach poverty? Because if you do... I need all the help I can get. And all I need is two minutes of your time. If you could leave me a five-star review on iTunes, that would help so much. These reviews help get my podcast in front of more people, which means that I can reach more health coaches and complete my mission. Thank you so much for your help. And I can't wait to talk to you in the next episode.